Are you ready to unlock your full potential, achieve your fitness goals, and transform your mindset for a happier and healthy life? Well, you're in luck because I just reopened the Know Your Power one-on-one coaching program. If you're ready to get real results, personalized workout and nutrition guidance, elevate your mindset, and have the accountability you always wanted, this is the program for you. Oh, also, there's a bonus. You'll be invited to the exclusive Know Your Power community where you can be a part of a sisterhood of other like-minded, powerful women. Click the link in the description to sign up today before enrollment closes. Run it! (laughs) Welcome back to another episode of the Know Your Power podcast. I'm your host, Kendall Leah, And I'm Julie Renee. And today we are starting a new series. Boom! Woo! It's all about the wellness division. I... Oh, okay. Nope. Never mind. <laughs> I thought I had the wrong thing open. Oh, yeah. You just added something. I did add um, something. This this new series is just called Straight Up Wellness Division because we're going to kind of go into like every single aspect from like yes. what it takes to compete, what the judging criteria is, posing, suits, like yes. literally everything. We did one on the bodybuilding basics, but this is getting even more specific because I do think a lot of the women that follow us either are aspiring wellness competitors are interested in it or are currently competing in it. So Big facts. Yeah. Today, specifically, we're talking about and kind of answering the question of should you compete in wellness? But first. But first. Our merch dropped. <laughs> Our Know Your Power merch dropped. We already talked about it in Monday's episode, but it's Wednesday now. We're going to talk about it forever. Yes. Like, um, first item of business is the Know Your Power merch launched. And you got to go check it out. The link's going to be down below. We got mugs. We got stickies. We got hats. (laughs) We got pump covers. What's your favorite thing that dropped? Oh, the hat, bro. I love the mug. I don't have one yet. I plan on ordering one. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. I love the mug too. It's adorable. I use it every morning. It's so adorable. It has like the little pink on the inside Mm -hmm. and the Know Your Power logo on both sides. But I just love the hat. Like that hat fits so good. It does look really good on you. The dad hat Dad hats look better on me. And then trucker trucker hats hats look better on me. Look better on Kendall. (laughs) It's just a head shape thing, I I, think. I just love it so much. I I need to buy my mom some stuff and like give it to her. Yeah. Um, I don't know what she, probably the shirt. She one of gets, everything. She always gets mad. Like when I launch something and like, I don't get one for her too. And mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh, sorry, mom. <laughs> How about you support the business? I know. I'm like, oh, no, we would like, never about, make our moms pay. What about me? And then she birthed <laughs> me. That's enough. Yeah, exactly. You've been through enough. I think you deserve a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, I anyway, was a, yeah, a hefty is, baby, so yeah. I was huge. Yeah, I was like almost nine pounds. I was almost 11 pounds. Okay, Kendall. Um, and you've seen the size of my mom. That poor woman. Yeah, she's like 5'1". Yeah. Yeah, my mom's 5'2". These poor ladies. Yeah. I Damn. was like 10 pounds, 7 ounces or something absurd. I was huge. We were born yeah. to be bodybuilders. I wonder if that correlates to like your future muscle genetics at all. I we should do a baby study on who's bred to be a good bodybuilder. That's true. I'm definitely, I'm definitely genetic. I know that I'm, this is going to sound super egotistic. You're gifted. I'm definitely gifted because of my dad. What's my, that? My dad um, has really great genetics in the, the physique department. Like my dad could basically pick up any sport or any athletic thing and like be good at it (laughs) i'm looking up this quote so thanks dad oh the kendall jenner quote she goes i'm literally built like as an athlete every blood test i've ever done says that i am like over the normal limit of athleticness bro blood tests don't tell you that (laughs) but that gave him the same energy yeah yeah yeah. i was i was totally gifted (laughs) i was totally kendall jenner in that moment but like blood tests don't 
say <laughs> that you're know. genetically gifted. Yeah. They just tell you like what's wrong with you. <laughs> Maybe they, not a lot's wrong with her. Your I deficiencies. Mean, yeah. I mean, maybe she just had good blood work and she's like, I'm so genetically gifted. But say <laughs> I was born with like weirdly broad shoulders. Like I've oh Same. like baby Kendall had like little muscles. Yeah. <laughs> I have a hoodie on, you can't see mine. But they're there. Yeah. They're there. They're there. Yeah. Yeah. Under many. The other day we were doing a photo shoot for the KYP merch. Also, make sure you go get that. Um, just in case I didn't mention it. And I was like, Kendall, damn, your back is like she looked like a Dorito. (laughs) It was like Uh, obviously a Dorito upside down. Yeah. I I don't know. There's no right way to eat a Dorito. That's how people say it. Dorito. Yeah. Her waist was tiny and her back was like I don't train lats anymore because like I got so wide. As like a teenager, and like I used to love training back. That's the thing about genetics is like there's definitely people that are more inclined to grow in certain areas than others. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we're talking about that today. Well, we're getting. Let's to wait. It. Let's <laughs> okay. wait. Let's wait. Let's wait. We'll save it. But yeah. we're gonna start with the should you compete in wellness by defining what the wellness division is for those of you who have no idea. Very basics. The NPC slash IFBB. I'm not even gonna. Pretend I know what the NPC stands for. Do you know what it stands for? National Physique Committee. Is it? Oh, I'm so stupid. Dude, I don't know. Okay, we're just going to skip that part. (laughs) But basically, that's the federation that hosts the wellness division. There are other federations that I believe have their own wellness category. But we are specifically talking about NPC and IFBB because that's what we compete in. I think that's the most like nationally popular to compete in, etc. So they classify the vision is... For females with an athletic physique that showcase more body mass in the hips, glutes, and thigh area, the upper body is developed, but not to the same degree as the lower body. So in short, they're looking for like, this is the only division that's disproportionate. Yes. It's the only division that they do not require symmetry, Mm -hmm. which is kind of crazy. Mm -hmm. Like the way that I like to think about it is all of the other divisions want like an X frame to where your top and your bottom align your bottom and your top are like the same width I guess or the same size and development where wellness is kind of like a Dorito (laughs) Doritos all around another Dorito upright like like a triangle where your upper body is smaller than your lower body your lower body dominates yeah but your opera upper body upper body upper body your upper body is more developed than bikini. Yeah. So that's yeah. kind of I always, um, so it is technically size wise in between bikini and figure. So more muscular than bikini, not as muscular as figure basically. Yes. Um, but yeah, exactly what you said. Bikini and figure still look for symmetry between upper body and lower body. They want your shoulders and your quads to be relatively the same, like kind of like a rectangle in that sense. Yeah. But so many shapes. So many shapes. <laughs> what is this geometry? I mean, meaning like your shoulder, like where your shoulder yeah. cap ends. I'll like- include pictures on youtube if that helps okay cool i'll just put a few in i'll show the shape cool it'll all make sense um but yeah wellness is the only one that they actually want a disproportionate uh dis- physique I, yeah hello yeah. words um where they want your lower body to have more mass than your upper you still want to be developed yeah. in the upper kind of like a bikini upper body and then like less striated figure legs kind of pieced together that's true that's <laughs> yeah. true i so, feel like to I mean, especially with like the new criteria that came out that mm-hmm. Tyler Mannion did. I think that's next week's video. We're fully diving into like the yeah. criteria. Yeah, like they were saying basically in it that 
people were getting too muscular, like in their upper body. They're yeah. like, just re remember that we want it to be a little bit bigger than bikini. We don't want it to go overboard because there's a lot of figure competitors that were dropping down to the wellness category. And yeah. obviously the figure competitors are jacked like in their upper body. So yeah. um, actually too, I was at a, at a show this past weekend I and it, to go it so was like bad. an NPC show mm -hmm. and I was I got to actually see them judging in real time to see if they were gonna like align their criteria with the new stuff and it seems like they did really because there was a girl that was definitely a lot more muscular she was a figure competitor and she she crossed over and competed into wellness which is something that you can do yeah and they didn't award her because she had more muscle. So it doesn't matter if you have more muscle at this point. It matters if you're fitting into what the standard of the category is. So yeah. I don't know if they're going to do that with all of the shows because judging is subjective, but they did do it at that show. It it's was good cool. to know because Zach we and I curious. were like, she's going to win. This girl's going to win, which was the girl that had the wellness physique. It was like a little bit more muscular, yeah. dominated lower body. I was like, I feel like she's going to win. Did she, she win? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Look at you. <laughs> I would she love did. to be a judge one day. That would oh, be so, so fun. fun. It's so fun. I feel like I'm usually pretty accurate in like my top threes that yeah. I pick. For me with bikini, I have no idea. Bikini's harder. I always get it wrong. Yeah. Always get it wrong. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, <laughs> I was... and wellness are like more like every physique is different looking versus bikini. A lot of them look like so similar. Yeah. Because there's specific body types that definitely fit well in certain categories. And yeah. like, that's what we're going to talk about during this episode yes. and other episodes yes um okay moving into how to know if you should compete in wellness i think the first thing you need to do is to assess and look at your current physique um i feel like looking at how much muscle mass you have do you fit that wellness build do you have more muscle mass in your lower body or do you have the potential of growing your lower body some people just have a really hard time like you were saying before put muscle on differently yeah. if you put muscle body i can't talk today you're okay I'm having a stroke. You put, mus <laughs> put muscle body on. Yes, we put the muscle body on. We put muscle body on. Stop. <laughs> I put your SpongeBob with like his pump up. Bro, the, 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 the fact that you just said that means you are my best friend because that's the exact thing I was just getting ready to say when he literally pump blew up. <laughs> Please work with me today, people. I don't know what is up with my brain, but I'm not here. I got you. I got you. I'm, you. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, so access your anyway, current physique. Thank you. Um, if you put muscle on easily, but you, I can't stop laughing, but you put more on in your upper body. Yes. Like in certain areas. Yeah. Like in certain areas, like for example, I actually had this happen in real time at that show. So I went to the battle uh -huh. of, I think it was the battle of Texas. Oh, it was in Belton. It was like a couple, yeah. um, by the time you're listening to this, it was maybe like two weeks ago, but, um, a girl came up to me and she had followed me on Instagram and she, um, came and wanted to talk to me. So we were talking and I was like, so are you competing today? Like, mm -hmm. like what's going on? She's like, I was like, are you competing in wellness? And she's like, no, I'm competing in figure. And she said, she's like, my body just fits better in the figure category. She's yeah. like, I just put muscle muscles. <laughs> what is wrong with it? I put muscles on. I got the muscles. I always think about that every time I, mean, I got those muscles. Um, she says, I just put muscle on my upper body way easier than I do my lower body. Like my, my lower body is such a challenge. And she's like, and so my coach and I just decided that my physique fit better in figure. Kendall can't put it together. 
She can't get it together. I just can't look get at it you. together, man. I'm gonna talk at yeah, the camera at today. Camera. So yeah, like I literally got to see that happen like in real time. And that's a hard decision to make because sometimes you're you want to be in a division so bad, but yeah. your physique just doesn't fit into the category. Another example is Kayla Rossi. Kayla Rossi was, she went pro in the figure division, mm -hmm. but then she switched over to the wellness division. And when me and her had our workout together, she was telling me that she was going to compete in fitness or or women's physique. Really? Yeah. And she switched over into those divisions and she competed in a show recently and she looked incredible. Yeah. And I was, she's always been more muscular. Yes. And I asked her why. And she's like, girl, I just can't grow. I can't grow glutes. Like some of these wellness girls can. Mm -hmm. I tried so hard. I did everything that I could. And I just, my, my body fits better in this category. And that's like, takes a lot of self-awareness and that's really cool. Before wellness was announced, I always tried to be a bikini competitor so hard and yeah. I didn't train legs for months like literally did like the lightest little glute pump workouts and still my feedback from the judges every single time was your legs are too developed your yes. legs are too big whatever so it was really hard for me and especially until wellness was announced I felt like I didn't fit in any category because I didn't put muscle on easy enough to go figure at that time in my life but also I was like far bigger than the other bikini girls so yeah. Um, yeah, just be realistic with your physique. Genetics play the biggest role in what 100%. you're going to pick. There is work you can do within those genetics. Like I could definitely grow into being a figure competitor. Like I know I have that. Like, especially since you know that you're gifted in your back area, you'd have <laughs> my, a, my wide back. <laughs> you'd have a, like a nasty lat spread. Yeah. So that was like a decision I had to make because I, we're going into like training style in the next point, but I knew I didn't want to have to train upper body as yes. intensely as I like to train lower body. So so that was that decision for me of I, okay, I have the genetics of kind of both. I need to pick one now. And then obviously, okay, we can just go into the next one of like assessing your training style. So if you don't like training legs, sorry to break it to you. Wellness is not for you. Like yeah. that's how it is. Yeah. You also have to really take in consideration, like what can you see yourself doing for the rest of your life? Because mm -hmm. for me, I, before the wellness division came out and I knew that I was like, this is where I fit in. This is perfect. I was just training and I didn't really, I was training all body parts. I didn't yeah. really know what I was going to compete in or if I was going to compete. And I knew that I didn't want to train upper body at the level that I would have to in order to become a figure pro for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. But I knew that I could train my lower body to the level of intensity that I'd like to be a wellness pro. Yeah. And that's what I did. And it's, it, it, I just love it now and I'm so excited about it. And although I do love upper, upper body, and I do miss training upper body with the level of intensity and heaviness as I used to, it doesn't feel as good as having completely jacked from the hips down. Yeah. But that's just, me, that's just me personally. Yeah. Like there's other people that are completely different. You if know? you love training upper body and like that's when you look forward to the gym the most. Yeah wellness might not be for you just because like yeah. you get to that certain extent where like neither of us really push ourselves with our upper body anymore. We yeah. have the muscle mass and we just kind of maintain now moving yeah. forward, especially with like the new judging criteria, which we're going into next week, like looking for even less muscle in the upper body. Like these yeah. women, some of them just don't train it at all now. Yeah. So if that's something that you know would bother you having to do like in season, off season, like bodybuilding is not like just bodybuilding for a prep. It is the rest of 
your competing it's career. on and off season. Exactly. So that training style is going to hold true, true year round. Yeah. But you also have to think like, I haven't switched my training style to being this little of upper body until three to four years after training. Yeah. So I had been training really intensely building my back, building my, uh, not really my biceps anymore, but building my shoulders so that I have a completely capped delt. And I've only now recently started backing off from it. So just think about like, you could potentially be training for years to build up the level of muscularity, even in the upper body that they want to see in wellness. And then years down the road have to potentially taper it off depending on uh, what the judges are saying. Yeah, so I think just, just keep that in mind. Like yeah. I loved pushing it with my upper body when I had the wiggle room to do so. And I had like no shoulders whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, okay, you have the shoulders. Now you just maintain them. So it's not that I'm not training upper body. I'm just not pushing as heavy of a weight. My intention isn't to make them bigger. It's to maintain what I have. Yeah. So I still get to train it a little bit, but not as a level of intensity that I, yeah. I used to. Like so. I know some girls that hate training legs, yeah. love training training back right so like that's something where you need to look at like what are you actually happy training like if we were to like take one away and give you more leg days would you be miserable because then obviously like you don't want to have to set yourself up for a future where you're doing stuff you're unhappy doing you don't want (laughs) to like shove yourself into a category that you're uh, that you're going to be unhappy with you know yeah and then um something i wanted to add a little bit i had one of the girls at the retreat kind of like come to me and be like i don't think like she was planning on doing wellness, started her cut because she was lower body dominant. And then her concern to me was I'm losing, I feel like I'm losing my legs. And I feel like it's very easy to get mixed up of like where you hold body fat versus where you hold muscle. Some girls do have a very dominant lower body. And then when you go to cut, you're like, oh, a lot of that was where I hold my body fat. I actually Mm -hmm. don't fit that category. Or the opposite, which is something I used to do is as you get leaner, you're losing size everywhere. So I feel like sometimes you feel like your legs are getting too small for the category when in reality, maybe you're having some body dysmorphia. Yes. Um, maybe you don't realize that this like your upper every body. Time. Yeah. Every time. <laughs> you? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I, every time that I'm getting to like that show level leave lean, I'm like, I have no quads. Yep. I have no quads. They're all gone. They went poof in the air, but it's because you are losing that body fat because mm-hmm. that body fat is almost overlapping and covering the muscle tissue that's under there Mm -hmm. and bodybuilding is about chipping all of that fat away and revealing only what is muscle. Mm -hmm. So if you're, um, in a situation, a lot of wellness competitors were when they started the wellness division where they said, I have big legs. I should be in the division. It's Mm -hmm. not true. Just because you have big legs doesn't mean you have muscular legs. Mm -hmm. Having big legs is different than having muscular legs. So once you start cutting down, you're actually going to be able to see what was fat and what was actually muscle. And I know the girl that you're talking about, and we had the conversation too, and I explained to her, um, that a lot of people had this problem, like going into the wellness division because, Fat is different than muscle. Yeah. So you have to 
maybe potentially even cut down and see like where you're at, see what your physique looks like, see where you need to build and then go into building or maintenance phase and eat some more calories, train a little bit harder and put on that muscle mass because you need it. And you're going to be able to see everything. Like once you're stripped down of all your body fat, you'll be able to see where you need to build and where you need to grow. My glutes look huge in the off season because there's a lot of fat there. When I chip down, they're a lot smaller because it's only muscle. Yeah. And that's how it is for everyone. Yeah. So don't get discouraged just because you're losing size in a certain area. That doesn't mean you're not still like proportionately fitting the category. I remember the first prep I did for wellness. I like went in with the intent of I'm training for wellness. I'm treating this like a wellness prep. But if I get lean enough and we realize I need to go bikini or maybe cross over into both, I'm okay with that. Yes. And then I ended up like be having the size that and winning your show. Yeah. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I was at that size until I was literally stepping on stage. Like yes. I thought I looked more like a bikini girl, but yeah. that's because you get in your head when you're getting that lane. So having a coach really helps too. And like a coach should, and will be honest with you of like, you're not ready to compete yet. Let's go back into an off season or Hey, you fit this category over this one. So we also have a whole dedicated video for this series on like the bikini versus wellness division, mm-hmm. because we get a lot of DMS and people come up to us asking about like switching over like that switching over process is very difficult because you're leaning into the bikini category because you don't have quite the amount of muscle yet for wellness but then you also want to be in the wellness division and you might need to like change your training style and like level up the intensity so it's a very difficult place to be in so don't worry we'll have a whole episode on that yeah we'll dive into it but like I can say now I spent a good year or two fully committed to like hard bulking once wellness was announced before actually Same. prepping for it. Like yeah. I fully determined I'm going to grow into this category because I wasn't at that size yet. I had just tried competing in bikini for so long and stopped training legs and all these things. So I had to like kind of rewire my training to fit it because I just wanted to be that category so bad. So there is a way to train into it for sure. That's very true. And like, you're right. Cause you can, Like that switching over process is so difficult because you have one foot in each category. Mm -hmm. You have like a toe in the bikini and like a toe in wellness and you don't really know where you're at. So if you just make the decision, like if you go through all of these steps of like assessing how your physique looks and if you would fit into your category, talk to your coach, talk, like think about your genetics, maybe see where you're carrying the most amount of muscle. How do you want to train for the rest of your life? Like going through all these things, then making the decision and sticking with it but you can also always train like a wellness competitor would but then still compete in the bikini division at the same show compete in both and then see where you stack up if you do better and perform well in the wellness division then maybe you have a shot at making this something that you do but if you still do better in bikini then maybe you don't have enough muscle for wellness, but that doesn't mean you have to stop trying yet. Yeah, yeah. So you can definitely take time to grow into a category while still being like an active competitor. You don't need to be in an off season for several years like yeah. I did. <laughs> I, yeah. I gained so much weight during that yeah. bulk, but it worked out. I put a lot of mass on my lower body. Exactly. Um, the next one is training, or sorry, what are your current goals? And that's like kind of what you need to keep in mind while picking a division is, again, like I said, a a picking a bodybuilding category is not, I want to look like how they do on stage. It's, I want to look how they look year round. So look at the top competitors, look how they look in their off season. If that's not a level of muscularity that you're comfortable at, that you like want to walk around looking like, 
that probably isn't the category for you because you're going to have to live that lifestyle year round. It isn't just a while you're on prep thing. It's a, Mm -hmm. it's a full, full year thing. So I remember kind of before wellness was announced, this is how I picked my category of bikini over figure at the time. I was looking at off season figure competitors and like I was pretty young, still pretty small. And I was like, I know I wouldn't be comfortable and confident walking around with that much upper body muscle mass. So that's how I chose bikini. Similar here. If you wouldn't be comfortable having like huge legs that are constantly like rubbing together, fitting pants can be hard, like things like that. You need to be realistic of like, that's not my goal. Or maybe that is your goal. Maybe that's like, sounds perfect to you. And you want to look like those girls. That's kind of how like I determine, is that the category I want to be in for like the long haul? True. That is, that's very true. I think I did something similar. You have to think about it like long-term, but you also have to think about, do you want this to be something long-term? Like, are you competing because it's just fun and you just enjoy it and Mm -hmm. you love the challenge or do you want to take it to the next level? Do you want to go to nationals? Do you want to become an IFBB pro? Do you want to go on the Olympia stage? These Mm -hmm. things are, you're going to have to consider because it's going to take years. Mm Mm-hmm. It's going to take years in order to achieve these things. And you have to be willing to do that and, and potentially have it take that long. Yeah. So you have to figure it out. And the more muscular the division, the longer it's going to take to get there. Yep. That is very true. Like if you think about, we've both been training for years, just even before we even started our first prep, um, let alone like figure and like what woman's physique woman, like they've been training so many years on their upper and lower body to get to that level of like muscularity and conditioning. It's crazy. So bikini, I feel like is the most common for like people to start out in. And then you kind of find your footing of like, okay, I want more muscle here or more muscle there. And if you're very much so like, I want as big of a lower body as I can get wellness is probably for you. Big facts. Yeah. The next one, if you've determined looking at everything we've talked about, your current physique, the physique you want, how you like to train, how you currently train, all of that, and everything aligns with wellness, or maybe it doesn't, maybe you discovered that today. Um, I feel like we always talk about before even considering actually competing in a category, your mental health comes first. I feel like we talk about that every time we talk about competing. If you're not in a good relationship with yourself, with food, with the way you approach the gym, like all of these things, you're not ready to compete yet, period, let alone a certain category. Yes, prep will pull those things out of you. There's Mm -hmm. no hiding that stuff in prep. If anything, it literally shines a flashlight on all of those things that you were struggling with before and thought that going after this goal would help it or cover it up. It's not true. It'll just make it worse. So make sure that that is on point and also your actual physical health. Mm -hmm. Get blood work done. Get with a coach that really cares about your health. All of these things are so important before you even start because those things could potentially also get messed up and your hormones can get kind of flucked. (laughs) Nice word. Flucked. (laughs) Yeah. Clucked during a prep. So making sure that that is all in the right place before instead of doing it afterwards you want to be set up for success before getting like a full blood work panel you know we're obviously not doctors so just talk to somebody that knows what they're doing with that stuff your coach should be able to help you with like everything pre-prep don't start a prep and then hire a coach like try to get them beforehand yes and then the worst thing to do too is to like not even know where you are health wise and you get on prep and, and things aren't working out the way that you want them to and it's something you're struggling with something you're feeling terrible and you don't know why and you 
probably something was wrong with your blood work and you could have figured it out before, or you could have went to the doctor and figured out something like that before. You need to know those things before you set up for doing something this harsh and strict on your body. So don't compete in any category, not just wellness. If you aren't fully ready mentally and physically to go on that, like next level of your fitness journey. Um, but yeah, do you have anything else to add for anyone considering wellness? Um, no, no, I feel like we hit everything. Wellness has always been my favorite category. I know I'm not actively, yeah, we're biased. (laughs) I'm not actively competing right now, but I still train every day with the intent of like, I may go back. Like I still approach the gym as though I'm still a wellness competitor. Um, and yeah, it's really like a beautiful division and I'm really excited to see how it continues to like grow and evolve. So I'm excited to do this series. To hopefully help the next generation of the wellness of girls. wellness muscle mommy. Yeah, yeah. Well, as always, guys, we love you all so much, and you're more powerful than you think. Bye. Bye.